Welcome to Untold Physio Stories, a podcast that informs and educates by connecting you to rehab industry leaders who share their candid successes and failures in business and practice. Welcome back to Untold Physio Stories. I'm one of your hosts, Dr. E, with the Eclectic Approach, Modern Manual Therapy, Edge Mobility System, and Updoc Media, and my co-host. Uh, Dr. Andrew Rothschild, physical therapist with Modern Patient Education, and uh, also modernmanualtherapy.com. Right. the Part of the Eclectic Approach, coming soon. I don't know. How long is it going to be coming soon? Probably I don't know. Not too much, <laughs> not too much longer. Well... Uh, I have a story today, and this goes back to probably one of the first clinical experience uh, stories that I ever heard. Um, our school was fortunate enough to have one last semester where we all reconvened after our final clinical experiences. And I know a lot of the uh, more recent curriculums, and even the curriculums back when Way back 20 years ago when I was in school, typically you finished off your last semester all doing internships and you never kind of got to hang out again, right? Is that is that what your program was like? Pretty much. We just, we just reconvened sort of at the very end. Just we did like a, we did, we did like a, a weekend uh, exam prep course together, basically. Right, right. Well, we had a whole other semester together. So we had classes and one of them was uh, a type of clinical reflections course and we would just tell interesting cases and stories about um, what we learned in internship. So one of these stories, and these are the two grossest PT stories I've ever heard. (laughs) So one of the stories was uh, one of my classmates ended up at a women's health facility and she didn't really think anything was out of the ordinary. Um, They weren't really doing any manual therapy, but they were doing a lot of internal kind of vaginal exercises and kegels, and they would use this feedback machine that um, our ortho professor at the time, who's female, she showed us this machine too. It was like some sort of insert that uh, allows for biofeedback and pressure because it, it shows how much how well the pelvic floor is contracting. So again, she didn't think anything was out in the ordinary until a couple weeks in, and she started having repeat patients over and over again. She noticed uh, that they were only they only really had like two of these machines, and they were using the same machine repeatedly over on different patients, and all they were doing was putting a condom on it. Uh. <laughs> I, I know, and this is just one of those times where you're you're a PT student, and you most PT students wouldn't say anything, but I always wonder what. What would I have done at that time? I probably wouldn't have been at a women's health uh, clinic, but what would, would I have said something at the time? I don't know. I think I would have. I don't know. Would you have? Uh, again, I'd like to think I would have too, you know, but it's, uh, yeah. I know. So, so great. Until you're in this situation. Right, right. Kind of part two of that story, but it's not the it's not the gross part, is that she also was working with a little old lady who was uh, going there for incontinence. And this just goes back to sex ed wasn't taught a long time ago. And she didn't want to use this machine because my friend Kim had to convince her 
that she wasn't going to get pregnant if she didn't use it, if she, if she used it. And, and you just, you really take for granted what an, what an adult didn't know way back when, you know, she must've been 80 something, but, um, so that's the, that's the first grossest PT story I ever heard. Oh boy. That's a good one. Right. 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 So the, the next one was, uh, I was, when I took over a practice that I used to manage before going into my own private practice, it had a whirlpool, uh, like a, a standard kind of small tank that everyone just kind of sticks their leg in. And the first thing I did as the practice manager was to get rid of it because I just think they're gross. You know, I was like uh, a new fellow, the and a, and a male therapy certified clinician. I didn't want any modalities. I got rid of the e-stim and everything that everyone was using, which probably in hindsight was a bad idea because, you know, there was a lot of uh, lifers there who basically stopped coming because I got rid of their favorite treatments. And uh, so anyway, a, a patient came in and she's like, oh, what happened to the whirlpool? I said, oh, you know, I, we got rid of it and, you know, we, we're just going to concentrate in, in manual therapy and uh, exercise. Although back then it was about 100% manual therapy and 1% exercise. And uh, she's like, oh, you know, that's a shame. I really, really thought it was it was comfortable and I, I enjoyed it. I was like, yeah, I know. It's not a hot tub. It's not like social hour. This is physical therapy. She's like, yeah, you know, I used to go to this PT clinic uh, on, you know, in – in Buffalo, but it, it closed. And I was really, I was really sad to hear that it closed. And I said, Oh, well, uh, why do, why do you think it closed? She said, well, uh, everyone used to go and, you know, use a whirlpool and, you know, you said it's not social hour, but for us it was, I mean, there's, there's always like 20 of us sitting around hanging out in the whirlpool. I'm like, well, what do you mean? They had like a jacuzzi tub. She said, no, you know, it was like one of the, those whirlpools that you had, like the big steel tub, except for, uh, you know, they had like some patients with their arm in it and some patients in, with their leg in it, but they, oh, God. But, but they are all in the same whirlpool all at once, just like hanging out with like a one or two limbs in it. Oh, and it was like one of those giant Hubbard tanks, but they only had like an involved extremity in it. And later I find out this clinic was closed for health violations. I was going to guess. Okay. I don't, <laughs> I don't know if that was the only one, but uh, it, it, it kind of took. It, it took us all a while to realize that she really meant that everyone was using it simultaneously. Yeah. 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 I, I was wondering, if you're so, going, like, is this where they're going? Oh yeah. This is, that's where she's going with it. Okay. Right. Right. So, Hey listeners, if you guys have any gross, uh, physical therapy stories, be sure to share them on social media or you can come on as a guest for part two of this podcast uh, I don't know if Andrew has anything to share or if he has any comparable stories. Do you? If not, we'll just end. I do now that you, that you just uh, awakened my memory there of one. Um, this is actually when I was a tech uh, at, at Georgetown Hospital in Washington, D.C. before I went to PT school. And this is before I knew about wound care and, and everything. I realized after the fact when I was in PT school how uh, terrible a job they did it with wound care. But everyone basically, any patient needing wound care went into the whirlpool, um, and we would use we would see a lot of patients who had you know homeless in D.C. during the winter time. Um, so with you know severe frostbite on their feet, and they would go into the whirlpool, and then they get rack, you know wrapped back up and taken back to their room. So I was cleaning out as a tech. I was you know cleaning out the whirlpool in between in between patients. And I noticed in the corner of the whirlpool a little kind of inch long 
black thing. And I called over one of the other, one of the other texts. I'm like, man, what, what is that? They looked at it and they said to me, that's a toe. <laughs> <laughs> and I could no longer finish cleaning the whirlpool. Oh gosh. You <laughs> know, there's a point I wrapped up back in the room and is not going to know it until later. Oh gosh. PT techs. Oh, I, I feel bad for the techs, but meanwhile, this patient lost a toe. Meanwhile, the patient lost a toe and won't know about it for like another two weeks probably. Yeah, but I feel so bad for like the 80s and early 90s PT techs. I feel like they were just whirlpool cleaners. Oh, God. Yes, I had to resign my resign myself from doing whirlpool cleaning after that. <laughs> so I'm done. <laughs> right. All right. Well, where can people find you on social media, Andrew? I can find me uh, Twitter and Instagram at, at A Rothschild PT, R O T H S C H I L D P T. Um, that's on social media. You can also find me, uh, modernmanualtherapy.com and modernpatienteducation.com. Coming soon to Edge yeah. Mobility System and live and online. So you can find me, Dr. E, at edgemobilitysystem.com where we have ISDM products, fitness, BFR. Uh, my full eclectic approach course is now online and Andrews will be there within a couple of weeks. And whenever we date this, I don't know when exactly that will be, but hopefully by mid-December 2018. Uh, check out an eclectic approach, whether it's modern strength training, modern manual therapy, or modern patient education. Those are our three flagship courses. Modern Re uh, Rehab Mastery is our new online mentoring program. Uh, thanks to Updoc Media for hosting, and I hope to see you at a live modern manual therapy course this year or next year. You have a great day.